Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Welcome in on a Friday to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. A quick reaction to game one, Ole Miss losing game one to Texas A&M. A pivotal series, not necessarily a pivotal series to win the whole thing, but very important games being played by Ole Miss if you care about them making the postseason. This is a big one, and it did not get started off on the right foot, so that's what we're talking about today right here on the podcast. I do have a slight bit of optimism for you, though. As crazy as it sounds after last night, going down 7 nothing, losing by 5, all that stuff, I, I there there is a little bit of optimism that I'm going to share with you here on this quick reaction. So stay tuned for that, if uh, if nothing else. Again, my name is Michael Borky. Always glad you're with me. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. B-O-R-K-E-Y is my last name. Michael Borky, follow me there. If you're going to be grilling this weekend, if you're going to be cooking with meat, you've got to get that started at LB's just across from Kroger on University right there in Oxford. Uh, When you go, tell Greg or anybody there that I sent you. They've also got daily lunch specials Monday through Friday. But if you're going to be cooking with meat, it's the best place in Mississippi to do that. It's got the best selection. I live in the Jackson area, for example. There is no selection in the Jackson area quite like what you get at LBs. They've also got good sides, advice, all that good stuff. Good people there, big supporters of Ole Miss sports, especially baseball. LBs just across from Kroger on University. Also, if you're in the market for office technology, if you're located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology solutions, um, forgive me, I am adjusting some audio settings. My son, my two-year-old, was playing with my mixer, so I hope I didn't ruin anything. Uh, about what I was talking about there. Sorry, I just noticed that he messed with something. Uh, Anyway, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Again, if you're anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology solutions, Advantage Business Systems, absms.com is the website. We'll have you covered. If you tell them I sent you, get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you. What is office technology? Literally anything tech in the office, cloud storage, data security, printers, phone systems, IT, if it's technology, if it's in the office, absms.com. All right, Ole Miss loses 10 to 5. Uh, Ole Miss had eight hits in the game, a couple of errors, one costly error that led to uh, Texas A&M scoring. It was not Ole Miss's best effort. A, a couple of the the bad habits uh, manifested last night. Again, Texas A&M, very good team, ranked number six in the country. They are extremely hot as of late. Uh, with all that being said, though, Ole Miss didn't play particularly well. Two uh, in the lineup, for example, Gonzalez all the way down to Leatherwood slash Van Cleve slash Harris went one for 21 in the game. That is just not simply not going to get... Uh, Anything done. It's it's not. Uh, Dylan DeLucia, it looked like things were a little bit flat. He only got inning and two-thirds worth of work, gave up seven runs, walked four, didn't have, wasn't anywhere close to being his best self on short rest, and got absolutely shelled. 
Ole Miss tried to climb their way back. They did climb their way back. It was seven to nothing after the the top of the second. Ole Miss got three in the bottom of the second, got one in the fourth, one in the sixth. They climbed their way back into this game, gave up a run in the eighth, and then back to back jacks in the ninth, and they lose 10 to five. Uh, the RPI, for what it's worth, Ole Miss has dropped down to 40 after the loss in the RPI. And uh, I think at this point, they just have to find a way to get one. Uh, just get one this weekend. I think that um, if they do that, they cannot lose on Tuesday in Hoover. I had somebody send me a message earlier asking, you know, what do they have to do now? I think get one of these next two and then win one in Hoover, and they should probably uh, be safe. They can ill afford to lose these next two games. The RPI will drop to a point that even Hoover will make it hard to overcome incredibly pivotal games upcoming uh, in the next two. Tonight and tomorrow night are incredibly pivotal for Ole Miss. Find a way to get one, and then don't go one and done. And Hoover at this point, uh, I think, is the magic number. One plus one should get them in the postseason. So they lose the game. Uh, There's the drama that happened in the ninth we'll get to in a second. I do think, though, uh, that there is... There is room for slight optimism here. Look, I know, I know that Delusia got shelled, and I know that there was a couple of errors in the game, and they got beat by five at home. I know. But I do think that, number one, you're not going to win every game you play forever. Like, they're on a hot streak. They've been on a hot streak, but they were going to lose a baseball game at some point, right? It was, it was going to happen. This is a sport that is too volatile for you to not expect losses at some point. I do think it said a lot last night about your team's mental makeup at this point in the season. Remember a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, whatever it may be, uh, we were questioning the mental fortitude of this baseball team. They were weak. They showed you that they were weak. They told you that they were weak mentally. Uh, last night, I don't think, was one of those nights. They get down in a 7 to nothing hole, and they climb their way back, and they climb their way back, and it wasn't enough, but I, I still... I found myself after the game thinking that, um, you know, the, the, it's not over, if you will. The 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 hot streak, the good play, all that. It, it, I I don't believe that it has yet ended. I think last night they just ran into a good team. They made too many mistakes, and that really good team burned them on the mistakes they made. I think that there is still an opportunity for this team uh, to continue playing as well as they have played. Um, and they showed you signs of still being in the fight last night, despite, again, losing by five at home. So if you're looking for a little bit of optimism on this Friday, there is a little bit of optimism for you. And I think it means a little bit more coming from me. But, yeah, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, in one of my group messages last night, somebody said, well, he, he I'm quoting him. He said, well, we're back talking about playing poorly uh, the way they have really all season. And I just disagree with that notion. If they lose badly again tonight then we'll have a different conversation tomorrow but for now I don't think that is an appropriate reaction to what happened last night uh Delusha just didn't have his stuff he got shelled A&M's very good and you, you you try to come back and continue your hot play today but the way they climbed back into the game the way they stayed into the fight tells me that um they're still in it for whatever that may be worth to you and then there was a drama in the ninth. Uh, John Gaddis uh, got ejected after throwing behind a Texas A&M batter. 
that came after a quick pitch and A&M didn't like the quick pitch and then there were some words said and then the second home run was hit and then there were some more words said and then there was the warning and then the throw behind and then the ejection. Uh, you guys all saw it. It was a little confusing to figure out what was going on on television, but apparently that was the order of events. It's the quick pitch, jawing, home run, more jawing, throw behind, ejection. I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth here, okay? So forgive me. Um, on one hand, Gaddis throwing, I, I don't even remember who he threw at. I don't have it written down. It doesn't matter. Um Gaddis doing that is uh, that concept in baseball. Honestly, I don't like. I, I don't like throwing at somebody because you don't like the way they acted after they hit a home run. Because to me, it's very simple. It's very, very simple. If you don't like how somebody acts when they hit a home run off of you, don't give up a home run. It's really that simple. But it is a thing that is done in baseball, and, and it's a concept, although I don't understand. Uh, I do get that it does happen in this sport. At least somebody on this team showed a little intestinal fortitude, showed a little bit of an edge, and you got that from Gaddis last night. So uh, from questioning this team's mental makeup all season long to seeing a guy, I think stupidly, but doesn't matter, seeing a guy do that shows a little something, like this team's got a little bit of a bite in them now. On the flip side, it was a very stupid thing to do, in my opinion, because now, in an extremely pivotal game, you're without your coach. Because of a poorly constructed rule, Mike Bianco was ejected last night because of John Gaddis. And Mike Bianco is the primary pitch caller. On top of being the coach, the one that pulls the strings, fewer strings to be pulled in baseball than any other sport, but still, you're you're going into a game that you really need. This series is extremely important, and now, after losing the first game, you're going to be without your head coach who calls every pitch in the game because you threw at a guy. This is why I don't like it. This is why I talk about it the way I do in other circumstances because now it's costing your team. It's setting you back in game two. So, again, that's talking out of both sides of my mouth. At least somebody on the team showed a little bit of a bite, showed a little bit of edge. But also, I don't quite understand the people that are celebrating this because now the next game is being played without your coach. So anyway, that is definitely talking out of both sides of my mouth. I understand that it's a complex situation, but we'll see if this team uh, can feed off of whatever that was in the ninth inning last night and uh, and punch back. We'll see if they're able to do that because uh, these next two games are vital for their postseason chances. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow reacting to game two, and uh, I'll see you guys then. Enjoy your weekend, and um, maybe we'll come back talking about a couple of wins. I'll see you next time. Y'all have a good weekend. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.